This morning, we'll be talking about our theme for the decade and the year, Revive Us Again, O Lord. Amen. Our anchor scripture is taken from Psalm 85, verse 6. And I read, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Amen. It says that, will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Amen. Please, let's say a short prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. We thank you for your goodness and your mercies. We thank you for the good health you've given us. We thank you for the provision that you've provided for our families. You have brought us before you and you have gathered us at your throne. Father, we ask that you revive our spirits, you revive our minds, you revive our souls, and you revive our hearts. This is our prayer, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we'll take a brief history of how revivals have happened over the period, okay? So this is just a brief timeline of revivals that has occurred in our church, that is the Assemblies of God Church, the World Fellowship. So in 1906, how many of us have heard of Azusa Street Revival? Okay, so in 1906, that's about 115 years ago, some people from around, okay, this was in the USA, in California. Azusa was a street in Los Angeles, okay? And the leader then, he wasn't even a pastor. He was understanding an ordained minister, Charles Penham. But then this black American, William J. Seymour, realized that, no, the power of the Holy Ghost that descended upon the disciples in Acts chapter 1 had they were not experiencing it in the church, okay? So then one day his senior pastor, the one he was understudying, gave him the opportunity to preach in church. And he spoke about the Holy Ghost and said that the tangible evidence that we as mere men will know that we have been baptized in the Holy Ghost is that we speak in tongues, amen? Then he's, the way he preached, Demboam. So they they cast him away. He didn't they didn't give him the opportunity to preach again. Why? Because he that he was talking about the revival of the Holy Ghost, he wasn't even speaking in tongues. Okay, so now they started fellowshipping at a place. The address is 3112 Azusa Street in Los Angeles in uh, the US of A. So they started meeting every week every week they met every week they met and through that meeting a revival like none other hit them and people from all walks of life people from different churches methodist presbyterian apostolic no apostolic even came from the Azusa street so all the orthodox churches and some of the protestant churches at the time they came, they were meeting, a very small place, okay, and the Holy Ghost 
hate them and come and see fire. Come and see revival. The revival lasted for almost three years, from 1906 to 1909. And it was a marvelous sight, okay? It was there that the Assemblies of God Church developed some form, okay? Because if you go to all the other churches, there is a founder. But only AG, there is no founder because men of God came together and the Holy Ghost did his own thing. That is why we are assemblies. Different, different people from different, different areas came together to form the church. Okay. This was in 1906. Then in 1916, they had the very first general council meeting of the Assemblies of God. And they chatted the Assemblies of God USA. That was in Kansas in the USA. So Assemblies of God is officially 100 and 105 years old or yeah, 105 I think so, or 115 thereabouts. Then moving on in 1925 this revival you know it had been spreading from the US it hits Great Britain. Then from Great Britain, it hit South America in Brazil and all the other places. Then it went to, from uh, Great Britain, it spread through Europe. Then in 1925, the first Assemblies of God Church was set up in South Africa, 1925. Then in 1931, they hit the land of Ghana in Yendi in the north. If you read our General Superintendent's book, Fire from the North, it will give you the detailed information of how the missionaries fleeing from Burkina Faso entered Ghana and they brought fire with them. And that revival, over 150 years ago, gave birth to what we are experiencing today. Amen? So from 1931 onward, I think around the 80s, the Assemblies of God churches in Africa came together and said that we have to form uh, Africa Alliance of Assemblies of God churches, okay? So now they formed that alliance, and every decade since then, they've been giving us a theme for the decade. So then it was the decade of harvest from, nine, from 2000 to 2010. It was the decade of harvest. Then from 2010 to 2020, it was a decade of Pentecost. Now from 2021 to 2030, we are in the decade of revival. Amen. So our focus is going to be on that revival. That revival that gave birth to the church. That revival that brought so many people together. It was that revival that we are going to talk about. Amen. Now when... I got, when I was researching, I got uh, a, a, a picture of the newspaper on Wednesday, 18th April, 1906. It's the Los Angeles Daily Times. Now, this is what the paper reported. Weird bubble of tongues. New set of fanatics is breaking loose. A weird bubble of tongues. That's how the world think 
the power of the Holy Ghost is that the evidence of the baptism in the Holy Spirit is a weird bubble of tongues. And this is how they captured it. They said that a new set of fanatics is breaking loose. They didn't know that it was the power of God that was moving and reviving his church and building this great and marvelous church. Amen. Now, this is uh, an eyewitness account of what happened. One of, one of the meetings. He says that no instruments of music are used. None are needed. No choir. It's more another thing is every day we say come, come, you don't come, no. Baby, baby, we won't even need you again. Yo. No choir. The angels have been heard by some in the spirit. What it means is that there was no musical instruments. There was no choir. Some, who, some of the people who, who were at the meeting, they heard angels singing at the meeting. That's the kind of revival we are talking about. No collections are taken, no offering time, no fundraising, nothing. It's just about the raw physical power of the Holy Ghost. And they said that no bills have been posted to advertise meetings, that announcement, next week we are meeting, next week we are meeting. No, the people come and they don't even go home because of the power and the revival that hit the church at the time. It says that no church organization is back of it. At the time, they had, when William J. Seymour preached and the, his senior pastor sacked him from the church, the other, other churches too were like, no, these people, what they are teaching is not biblical. It's, it's something we don't know. So, there was no church organization back in it. And he says that all who are in touch with God realize as soon as they enter the meetings that the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost is the leader. Amen. It is the Holy Ghost who, lead, who led them. When you enter that meeting, that address, the 312 Azusa Street in Los Angeles, when you enter there, my God, it was a boom kosher. Amen. The power of the Holy Ghost came upon them and there were healings, deliverances, and everything. That is that revival that our church leaders are saying, Oh Lord, will you not revive us again? As youth, we are here. You are now, this morning at 8 o'clock. Reggie, we were how many here? We are like two or three. Two or three. That is why we are crying, Oh Lord, revive us again. That's before we even come to church. We have started experiencing the power of the Holy Ghost whilst we were batting. We are batting on, then you started blowing tongue. And your parents are like, Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Then you give your parents a word of knowledge. And then say, and say, and say, and say. That is the kind of revival we are talking about. Amen. So our prayer is, oh Lord, will you not revive us again? Revive us again, oh Lord. Because revival in, in, in any context presupposes that there was a former 
condition and we have sort of gone off a bit so we need to go back to that condition amen because the wave of the holy ghost in acts chapter one that is in the first century that gave birth to the christian faith none other has been experienced before from the first century until the 20th century in 1906 in los angeles california you understand so there's a, a wave of the holy spirit moving across the continents moving across the the lands moving across the regions and moving across africa amen so we are saying that oh lord revive us again revive us again let us see your glory once more let us experience your power once more let us come to your knowledge once more we want to enter into a deeper life with you once more amen how can we receive this uh, revival i put up a small diagram which says that it's a chain revival that is it creates a vicious cycle of revival in our lives daily amen it's a chain revival it says that number one we have to surrender to jesus amen let me tell you in 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 the meeting place where the azusa street revival occurred when they started exploding exponentially now other church leaders from other places ministers they came dressed in their suits and in their ties and they, they, they were like and when they go they are very pompous and they go and they are like ah so it's a small it was a small meeting room it used to be the place where horses were kept so when the people were meeting there will always be house flies because previously horses were kept there and they went there and they were like ah what is this what is this but 10 minutes into the meeting my god come and see these people kneeling down rolling on the floor crying asking for forgiveness saying lord forgive us for we were not aware that your hand is in this forgive us lord and when you read i read some other uh, comments that were made by some of the witnesses you know at the time it was the jim crow era where there were segregation between the blacks and the whites okay and about 10 years prior to this women had just gotten their suffrage the right to vote in the u.s so at the time how can an african-american a black who is not even an ordained preacher lead such a revival so most of the whites when they, they didn't even want to go there they didn't want to associate themselves with it but until we will be until until we surrender ourselves to jesus and humble ourselves before his feet we will never see the f that is the first step to achieving this revival amen amen and the scripture in psalm 85 verse 7 through 9 and I read, it says that, show us your mercy, O Lord. Grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. 
for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints but let them not turn again to folly surely his salvation is near them who fear him that glory may dwell in our land amen so until we humble ourselves and surrender to jesus we will not see this revival we will not see this salvation we will not meet this new wave of the holy spirit that will carry us from now till 2030 by 2030 most of us would have been in strategic places placed in high levels and the power of god is going to move across the churches amen if we christians will be will be as effective as the holy spirit wants us to be it is not when we come to church on sundays it is when we are at our various places of work when you look at a bigger picture in every industry every organization every place every school there's a christian there who is on fire for the lord in no time the whole continent the whole world will be covered with the revival of the holy ghost moving from left to right not to south east and west the revival is going to cover everywhere until we surrender to jesus it says show us your mercy O lord grant us your salvation i will hear what god the lord will speak for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints but let them not turn again to folly surely his salvation is near them who fear him that glory may dwell in our land amen so let us surrender our lives to jesus let us humble ourselves to jesus surprisingly jesus said this that when i was in prison you didn't visit me when i was sick you didn't provide when i was hungry you didn't provide food for me and the disciples were like hey yesu na dabena uko prison na yambe srao dabena komedi wa yampe mpatabia mao and it was like because you did not do it for your brethren you didn't do it to me so this surrender that we are talking about this obedience this humility it is to one our parents our leaders in community amen so we have to surrender and in so doing we ignite or initiate the first step of receiving the revival that the holy ghost has upon us number two this one we know it since since read your bible pray every day every single day i know some of us we falter the whole week near reading your bible back the whole week sorry and all kocheku emails because the juma has started but that is what happened in the azusa street revival every single day they were meeting nobody was the leader no musicians no choir the holy ghost leading everything for three continuous years every day every day three years every day every single day every day reading praying 
The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 that pray without ceasing. And Jesus said that men ought to pray and not faint. So we have to read our Bible, praying every day, surrendering our lives to Jesus each and every day. Paul in 1 Corinthians says that I subject myself to the things that I preach daily. Amen. So this is what we are talking about. Then the next step is that we have to we don't have to forsake the assembly of the brethren. Amen. We don't have to forsake the assembly of the brethren. When we say we are meeting, uh, Wednesday youth meetings, oh, uh, 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 6, 12, 15, yeah, of course we are 20, but no shaking, we will still meet. But there are regular people, no, I am on Rawai, Mata, say because when the revival takes off and you are left behind, don't, and you see us some days to come in strategic high places, don't come and say, say, hey, and I'm on my When we were praying, when we were subjecting ourselves to prayer and meeting daily, where were you? That is the kind of revival we are talking about. Amen. And Jesus gave his disciples in, uh, a commandment in Acts chapter 1. When the first revival of the Holy Ghost was going to happen. In Acts chapter 1 verse 4. This is what he told them. And I read. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Verse 14 says that, they continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus. They were together. They did not forsake the assembly of the brethren that Jesus gave them. They were in that upper room. And when the revival of the Holy Ghost came, it was like the rushing of the mighty wind. And before they could say, Jack, someone has started speaking in tongues from that corner. Someone will respond from here. Someone will respond from here. And the power of the Holy Ghost descended mightily. Then Peter rose and he spoke. And that day, over 3,000 people 3,000 people were added to the church that day. Let us not forsake the assembly of the brethren. Amen. Then the last but not least point is that we have to rely fully on the Holy Ghost. We are in the last days. In Joel 2.28, he says that in the last days I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh and the young men shall see visions. And the sons and daughters will dream dreams, and the old men will pro- hey, no, the sons and daughters will prophesy, and the old men will see dreams. Amen. We are in the last days. The Lord has poured his spirit upon all flesh, but it is like we are causing a break in the chain of revival. We some most often we start, we are on fire. And before you realize, you just two days we have to prayer and reading of the Bible. But we are now quite three days. We are now quite one week. We are now here two weeks. Before you realize, uh, three months. Three months. Now I start to say, sorry, 31st. 
and it is a serious thing let us not break this chain of revival amen let us continue in this surrendering our lives to jesus reading and praying every single day forsaking not the gathering of the saints and fully relying on the holy ghost 